Hello, and welcome to the Table and Well podcast. I'm Tennyson. And I'm Janelle. Thank you for joining us as we discuss topics and give practical tools that help you live, grow, and be in healthy, joy-filled relationship with God, yourself, and others. For more information and resources, or if you're looking for coaching, connection, and community, please visit tableandwellco.com. We hope you enjoy this podcast. Welcome and thank you for joining us today on the Table and Well podcast. This is episode number 74. As always, please feel free to download and subscribe to this podcast on your favorite listening platform. Well, today we're going to continue our conversation on joy, uh, our deep dive into joy. Um, Again, this is something that is very, very important to Janelle and I, uh, to Table and Well, everything that we do. We define joy as the experience of the deep knowing that someone is glad to be with you no matter what. So in our previous podcast, we were talking about how do we build joy? Uh, how do we build our joy capacity? We call it our joy well. How do we build that and keep that up? Um, in our last podcast, we we covered some of those things that you can do. Um, in this podcast, we're going to really talk about we, what we really feel is the primary way to build joy capacity. Um, and so we are excited to give you this information, excited for you just to learn about this and to hear about it. Maybe you've never heard about it before. How do you build joy? How do you keep your joy? How do you sustain joy? How do you live in joy? We really believe that we were designed to live in joy and from joy. God created us that way. He designed our brains to work that way. So um, here it is, guys. Here's the rest of our conversation on how to build your joy capacity. One other piece before we talk about there's kind of a master key to build yeah. this joy and quieting mm-hmm. piece. And we'll, we wanted to finish with that today. Yeah. But when it comes to how do we do this with God? What does it look like? So we talked about building relationship with myself and building mm-hmm. joy with myself. Joy capacity is learning how to quiet with me. Yep. Experience my life in quiet. And we're going to talk about more experiences for that. Mm-hmm. Building it with others is regular rhythms of gladness to be together. Mm-hmm. So that when times are tough, I have plenty of capacity and knowledge and experience knowing that they're going to show up for me in tough times too. Yeah. So when it comes to our relationship with the Lord, these two t- things tie in directly. It is nearly impossible for us to understand and experience God's gladness to be with us if we have not experienced that tangibly with other people. Absolutely. It is very hard for us to understand that God's face is glad to be with us, that there's that he has a face that ex- is lit up and excited to be with us mm-hmm. if we've not experienced that with another human, right? Like, how can we imagine his face if we have no other face to reference? Right. And so I, I I love this part. This 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 like this right here. Yeah, gets me super pumped. Yeah. I just absolutely love this. And I know I've, I know I've said this multiple times on the on the on the podcast. But again, it's that it's that verse in the Bible that says I think it's in Psalm sixteen. It says, "In the presence of God is fullness of joy." Mm-hmm. So again, in the presence of God is the fullness of the experience of the deep knowing that God's glad to be with me no matter what. Mm-hmm. So that that's amazing. And we've got some really good friends in Israel who have looked at this and we've talked to them about this and they said, well, actually that word presence is actually, that's not the correct translation for that Mm -hmm. word in the Hebrew when it was written. And I forget how to pronounce it, but she said it actually means faces. Yes. In the faces of God. In the faces of Yahweh is the full, is the experience of the deep knowing that God is glad to be with me no matter what. Wow. I love that. But then the crazy thing is like, well, it's faces, you know, it's like, and she said, there's no, there's no singular face 
in the Hebrew language. It's, right, it's which only is right, which is it's only plural. Mm-hmm. So um, originally, I'm like, well, that's cool, yeah, because God, He's three in one, three faces. And then the more you kind of start thinking about, it, it's like, well, well, but there's also there's also some scripture that talks about that we are the image bearers of Christ. Right. So we as humans on the earth, we're mm-hmm. made in His image. Yes. And so in the faces, yes, of each other, yes, is also part of that. Yes. Is the experience of the deep knowing that that God God is is glad to to be be with me me. no matter what. Mm -hmm. That blows my mind. Mm -hmm. Well, and two, it's not even a concept that we're like, wow, that's so cool. Yeah. We've experienced that. We We have have witnessed that happening in the groups that we run when someone is hurting or even somebody's sharing a celebration and in Zoom, it's funny because you can zoom out yep. of what's happening with one person and you can actually can stand back room. and watch the entire room, right? There's not very many opportunities to do this in life yeah. where you can see everyone's face in a little box, you yep. know, yeah. and watch everyone's reactions. Um, and we've been able to do that in such a beautiful way where we can zoom out and we can see God's face in so-and-so watching yeah. so-and-so mm-hmm. express happiness or yeah. sadness, or despair or whatever it is. And, and seeing that person respond to the face of God and in someone else. Mm-hmm. Oh, it's such an it's amazing so, yeah. thing that, that is available to us that yeah. again, it's like, really, really my <laughs> face matters that much. It, my gladness to be with one another really can just be expressed in my face. Oh 100%, yeah. Because again, like we said earlier, uh, well, I don't know if we said this or not, but when you walk into a room, when you look, when you're in, in, when you walk into any situation where people's faces are there, your brain is looking for joy on people's right. faces. It, it's it's a subconscious thing yes, that's are happening. Are people in this room glad, glad to, be to be with, with me? me. Mm-hmm. And when you find someone's face that lights up when they see you, and you can see it in their eyes, you can see it in their smile, then you automatically you do the same thing, and mm-hmm. so joy literally is bouncing back and forth between our brains. Our brains are are um regulating and they're they're coming into tune attuning to each other just like this message that's being sent like mm-hmm. your joy is increasing my joy which is increasing your joy which is increasing my it's like this it's like a ricochet ricochet, a joy, ricochet. yeah in a matter of like milliseconds mm-hmm. then your joy is beginning. all of it subconscious yeah but critical yes so a little quick side note um because one thing about this podcast, we talk about things that seem a little bit euphoric, can yeah. can be yes. taken euphorically. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. oh, yeah, that's a really nice concept. Yeah. Uh-huh. Good luck for that to actually happen. <laughs> right. You know, it's yeah. good. Um, so one of my key areas of growth was this piece because of my experience uh, with people not being glad to be with me and not having that on very many people's faces. So interesting. But I would walk into a room and I would mm. be desperate for that, desperate for the gladness of other people to be with me no matter what yeah. on their faces. And I'm scanning because that's what we do neurologically. This isn't even like, yeah. oh, you're trained to do this. No, This happens within us without our our permission. If you just take a moment and think about it, mm-hmm. it happens. You, you do it. You just mm-hmm. don't realize you're doing it. Mm-hmm. Or you don't do it at all because we've become such a society where we don't even make eye contact. True. That's true, <laughs> One too. Of the two. Yeah. But it was interesting because in the season before I even understood and started walking through my healing, I would walk into rooms and I would walk in with a belief that no one was glad to be with me no matter mm-hmm. what. And so those of us who have struggled with social anxiety, that's what's at play here yeah. is that I have a core belief that people are not glad to be with me. And it's likely come from my experience. Right. So walking into a room thinking that people might be glad to be with me and being willing to offer eye contact to see if that's a possibility can feel really, really scary yeah. when we've had so many experiences yeah. where that is not true. 
And even when it happens, mm-hmm. we may default back to, oh, this actually isn't really real. Right. That's not They real. probably want something from me. They mm-hmm. probably have an ulterior motive, so on and so forth. So when we talk about building joy yeah. capacity, take into really consideration good. areas where that drought may be happening and there may be a, a deficit mm-hmm. that some of this may not even feel real or um, safe even. Mm, that's a good one. Um, yeah. Obviously, we're not saying put yourself in an unsafe situation. situation. Yeah. There are people who are not safe. We're not talking about that. We're Mm -hmm. talking about when you're with safe people, it may still not feel safe for you to make eye contact because your experience has been detrimental. Um, But the only way to continue to do this is to give it a shot. Right. Because you're in order for that, not to be your experience, Mm -hmm. you have to experience truth, right? You Mm -hmm. have to experience something different. Different. Yes. You cannot grow past this just by deciding one day, you know what? I actually do believe people are glad to be with me. It won't take until you experience that multiple times that you begin to believe that to be true. And this is where counseling actually really comes into handy because it goes back to the fact that you're going to, you have to pay for it, but you, (laughs) but like, but the rhythm of, Oh, I have someone who is glad to be with me two times a week or once yeah. a week or once every other week, whatever the rhythm is, yeah. um, will help build that joint yeah. capacity for you when you have a core, particularly when you have a core belief that when I go into places, no one's really glad right. to be with me. Yeah. So just keep that in mind and just stay aware that my encouragement to you is stay aware of when you're attempting to build joy capacity, if you're listening to this podcast and it's resonating with mm-hmm. you as something you really long for and you realize, Oh gosh, I do need that. Um, know that there may be factors at play that that may come up that you realize oh gosh this is harder than i thought it would be or how i can't that sounded good on that podcast but when i go to try it there's all these objections Mm -hmm. that are happening inside of me like no 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 no, this isn't real yeah um it is real and it is true but there there may be some work to do in that yeah so back to the piece of the conversation that i wanted to talk about uh, we have two more two more pieces to touch here. Yeah. One is building this joy capacity mm-hmm. with God. Yes. How do I build joy capacity with God? Well, we were talking about part of the key factor of that is having joy being built with humans mm-hmm. so that when I'm interacting with the Lord, I I actually have something to base that interaction well, yeah. on. Because if a... not, I will base it on my negative experience. Yes. Yeah. Um, if I if my experience has been that my father has not been glad to be with me no matter what, like my biological or my my male caretaker, mm-hmm. female caretaker, um, I will likely portray that onto God. I will have a core belief that he is really not, not glad, glad to be, be with, with me. me. If yeah. I have a parent who particularly was really not glad to be with me when I made a mistake, right. then every time I make a mistake, my that, I'm going to immediately that. jump to God's not glad to be with me then either. And right. so I'm going to avoid him and mm-hmm. avoid conversation with him or interaction yep. with him because, Absolutely. because that's my experience. My experience my is experience he's not glad to be me with me. That mm-hmm. The people that are in my life that take care of me mm-hmm. aren't glad to be with me when this happens. Right. Yeah. So be aware of that. And again, back to the conversation of building joy capacity happens when things aren't tough. Like the, yes. The, yes. the important part here is yes. we drink water every day, not just when Not we become dehydrated. dehydrated. Yes. Um, building joy capacity is drinking water every day because you need water every day. Yes. Building joy capacity is building joy and receiving joy and interacting in joy every day because we need joy. Right. So in saying that, same thing with our relationship with the Lord. Yes. We need to be building joy with him every single day. Absolutely. So that when things are in tough. The event. Mm-hmm. Because they will be. Yep. Because we live in a world and we're human. Mm-hmm. 
that we have relational equity with the Lord built, joy capacity with the Lord built. Yes. So that when things are hard, then it's not this whole like I'm dehydrated and I'm desperate so for good. you to fix fix it this issue. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Uh, then I can experience what it's like for you to be glad to be with me no matter what because I have this this time that I've spent with you mm-hmm. where you've been glad to be with me when things are easy and I have I you have established this relationship with me right yeah just like we do in our other relationships we can think about um, in spouse relationships or with siblings mm-hmm. or with children we it's like oh yeah I get what that means to have people be glad to be with me no matter what yeah um, the primary tool we use to do that is called a manual journaling yeah and it really is this beautiful format that's mm-hmm. used to just exchange um gladness to be with one another with the Lord. Yeah. Uh, we won't go into it now. There's resources on the website. Yep. We have a whole video. There's lots of good stuff around that. But if you're curious how this applies with your relationship with the Lord, what it might look like, then um, Emmanuel journaling is a great tool to do that. Yeah. So let's talk a little bit about the last thing, which is appreciation. Yes. Appreciation actually is the beginning piece of a manual journaling. journaling. Yep, for sure. And there's a reason for that. Uh, As we know, appreciation, thanksgiving, gratitude, whatever you might want to call it, actually Mm -hmm. turns on all of your relational receptors within your body. Yes. And what's beautiful about it is that um, it allows you – we were talking about this and there's so many layers (laughs) to why appreciation is – is such a powerful tool. Yeah, We'll hit the, just we'll cover the main one that we were talking about earlier. It's just the, it, it allows you to, how do we say it? To digest Mm -hmm. the joy that you've experienced. Mm -hmm. Yes. It's allowed you to, it's a time of reflection, a time of quiet, a time of, um, it's Mm -hmm. almost like appreciation kind of equals that quieting thing at the end of the day. Like you've experienced joy Mm -hmm. in this with your girlfriends or with your friends um, on the golf course or wherever it might be. And then in in this appreciation is where you um, remember that and you Mm -hmm. write it out in the journal form or even in your, in your mind, but writing it out is actually really, is really powerful to write it out, but it's allowing you to to relive, to rebuild mm-hmm. that joy, as we talked about, kind of like to regurgitate yeah. that and to like eat it again, chew it yes. again, get mm-hmm. all the nutritions out of it. And then you're quieting in that space. Yes. Because you're able to reflect on it and you're mm-hmm. like really absorbing mm-hmm. all of the joy that happened. Yeah. Yeah, and it allows it to be fully digested within your body and mm-hmm. owned by you yes. even. I think we live in a world where we often will – we may even be experiencing these joy moments and one, we don't have language for it. So we're just like, well, that was fun. That was fun. Um, But then we don't understand appreciation and the power that it has to digest and own that moment as that was mine. Yeah. That moment with those girls at the coffee shop, like that was mine. That's a part of my story now. And it's part of people being glad to be with me. Yeah. Not just me being with them. I had fun, but them being with me. And now now I get to take that and and deposit that into my well to draw from in the future. And what appreciation is really powerful about now, we talked about even the instantaneous moment of going to the bathroom, mm-hmm, right? Yep. <laughs> you know, and that quieting in the bathroom can look like appreciation. Gosh, I'm just so glad to be yeah. with them right now. Yeah. Man, this just feels so good. Yeah. And, and allowing that to even begin to digest there. 
But the fun thing about appreciation is that you can actually do appreciation about things that happened in the past. Yeah. So this keeps joy capacity building, Mm -hmm. even if you can't go to coffee every day with your girlfriends, right? If you're a mom chasing toddlers or or you're working a really tough job or whatever the situation might be, you can actually use appreciation to build joy capacity by drawing on past moments Mm -hmm. and regurgitating that sounds so yeah, funny but but, yeah. but honestly bringing them back and allowing your body to re-experience the joy that happened previously yeah gosh and and if you can involve all five of your sense, mm-hmm. senses in recalling those moments um photographs are really really yep. helpful for this yeah if you're like yeah i know i probably have had some good moments in my life where people have been glad to be with me sure that's probably happened you might be in that detrimental right. of a place Pull out a photo. I, I know where that yeah. place is <laughs> Um, you can go through pictures. Yeah. I'm like, oh yeah, I do remember that time I went on a ski trip with a friend. Yeah. Relive that. Yeah. Take some time to mm-hmm. to sit with that and allow your body to remember what it smelled like. What did the cold yeah. snow smell like? Um, what was it like? What was your friend's face like when yeah. you guys were the together? Yeah, the crunch of the snow going down the slope, mm-hmm. whatever it might be. Yeah, yeah, the silence that snow brings yeah. in a in a space that yeah. kind of quiets and hushes everything. And allowing your body to relive that actually will pull joy right into your today moment Mm -hmm. from years ago, which is so fun. So if you see that you have a joy depletion, this is another great way to build it without maybe needing that. I have to go out and find friends today, like Mm -hmm. especially when we may not have had may not have that accessible to us right now, wherever Mm -hmm. that might be. You think about people who have endured awful moments. Um through the Holocaust or through imprisonment or anything like that. This is a survival tool that actually physiologically works in our body. Yes. Most of us aren't living in that kind of trauma kind of trauma or kind of like upheaval. Yeah. Yeah. Our relational full depletion. But maybe we are. Yeah. And we, yeah. More so than we are giving acknowledgement to that. When was the last time that I have had joy? When right. was the last time I felt someone's gladness to be with me? Can I access that today through a phone call, through a text message, mm-hmm. through a Vox, a polo, through a coffee date, through yeah. a game of bowling, through some time on the golf course with someone, whether that's with me, with God, with someone else. I need to give that to myself today. I didn't realize yeah. how hungry I was. Mm-hmm. And not only today, but what will I do tomorrow mm-hmm. to make sure that I have and my body has what it needs to be fully, wholly alive? Because what happens with joy is is fully alive. Yeah. When it, when the Lord talks about abundant life, mm-hmm. joy is a key component to that. Yeah. Life cannot be abundant when we live in depletion relationally. Yeah. So... Yeah, joy capacity building is such a critical thing and it's not and it's easy. It really is easy. It can be hard if you if you're droughted. You're yeah. going to find a lot of runoff in the beginning, mm-hmm. but keep at it. We just encourage you to keep at yeah. it. Um in saying that even with what we do with Table and Well, we're building out opportunities for people to live in yes. and continue to build joy capacity. Collabs is a great yep. example of that mm-hmm. because you have eight weeks of intentional rhythms of being with people and a gladness to be with people. But we're also in the process of developing these communities of practice that can be available to anyone. Yeah. So that way people can have rhythms of, 
hey, I'm just going to show up on this call and be glad to be with you and know that you're going to be glad to be with me. And the more that we do that, then we become a source to fill wells for each other and to draw from when the time is needed. So keep at it, guys. If you have any other questions about Joy, we're here. Feel free to send an email um, or ask any questions here on the podcast because we are back to recording in real time. Yeah. Um, if you have questions, we're happy to take those and record podcasts to answer those. Yeah. We would love to make this conversational. The bummer part about podcasts is that they are one-sided and we hope that this information is helpful and powerful and healing for you. But, but if there's more that you want to know, shoot us a question and we'd be happy to answer it here. Yeah. So today was awesome. So glad that, uh, I got to sit and just be a part of what was happening today. So thank you. You're welcome. (laughs) I love joy. You've been listening to the Table and Well podcast. New episodes stream every Tuesday. For more resources and information on this podcast you just listened to, go to tableandwellco.com forward slash resources. And to begin your journey to relational health, go to tableandwellco.com forward slash community 101.